I forgot how upbeat this music is. Come on, everyone. Will, unmute yourself. Get in the poll. Tara. Hello. Hello, everyone. Here we go. We got 30 seconds. Such a long 30 seconds. Feels it like is. a long 30 seconds. It is a long 30 seconds. We're just letting people have got to click the link, see Tara. You know, we don't want to start full flash without everyone getting there. So we can wait another 15 seconds. Why not? We'll do it. Well, we're back again. Nothing, nothing can keep us apart. <laughs> and so five seconds, we'll do We're We're live. All right. Hello, everyone. I am Stephen Drew from the Architecture Social, and I am here with the fantastic Will Ridgeway from McDonald and Company. And hello. I'm also, and I'm also uh, hello. <laughs> and I'm also here with Tara Carl from Marky English. How hello, is everyone? Are we all yeah, right? I'm, yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I've got a new microphone set up, so if I sound a bit like um, funky, let me know. But hopefully it should sound more professional. Sounds very speak, good. When I speak slow, you know, you know that I'm sincere. Oh, it helps if I turn my mobile off, isn't it? Just turn it <laughs> off because we're alive. Well, what a busy week. What a busy week. So I should probably, I've done one or two things online. I wouldn't mind just clearing the air a little bit. Oh, good. Oh, fantastic. So I have left McDonald Company on good terms. Absolutely fantastic place to work. And I have joined Accurate Lowry, where I am their head of talent. Woo so, oh my gosh, I haven't got a noise to celebrate that. But here we go. Here we go. Oh, I'm sure I can get something. So here we go. Got to Accurate Lowry, which is a bit of fun. So we're currently looking for a few roles, and we'll talk about that later. But as well as that, I now do coaching and mentoring. So I've done mentoring before, but I do coaching. So I've um, I've been following Tara, and that's <laughs> what I've been up to. But what we're here to do now is we're here to talk about a very interesting topic about when you leave your role. This is a very stressful thing. You get you get your job offer, amazing. You accept the job offer, woohoo! And you go, oh no, I've got to tell my current employer, and that's extremely difficult. Yeah, it's not ideal at all. So, on that basis, to help us talk about this question, we have Will Ridgeway. Will, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, McDonald Company, and how you have seen people, how they notice in, and then we'll jump into it later? Yeah, absolutely. So, I sit on the architecture team at McDonald Company and, you know, recruit for various architecture practices. And I think, um, you know, a lot, a lot of people ask us about, oh, how do I do the best CV? How do I approach the right, um, yeah. how, how do I approach studios? How do I find a job? And they always forget about how do you hang your notice in? It's, <laughs> it's, it's very important because it's actually probably one of the most trickier bits because generally, you know, you, you're doing it by yourself. You don't have the hand help from a recruiter or, or someone else or a friend. You have to do it for yourself. And it's one yeah. of the most important skills to have because it ultimately can affect your long-term future even if you don't think it will it can always it's a big impact so it's very important to make sure you do it right and a lot of people yeah. neglect it yeah that's a really good point well and we'll touch upon that in a bit but basically it's really important to be professional about it and you want to keep that relationship because you never know what's going to happen in the future and you want to kind of uh because the 
Hannah, you noticing it can feel quite emotive. You know, you've worked with somewhere, you get along with them, you care with them. I mean, I was at McDonald's company for four years. It's, it's a very difficult conversation to have. But we will talk about how we center it and how to be professional about it and how to move on in the best way. So Tara, it's really good that you're joining us here as well. And while you're not from a recruitment background, I'm sure you've had a few jobs yourself. And due to what you do, I'm sure you see people in this um, circumstance as well. So for anyone that's not familiar with you, Tara, do you want to let everyone know what Aki English is about? Sure. So I coach architects and landscape architects, people within the built environment who mm. speak English as a second language. So, yeah, as Will was saying, I, I help people with finding jobs, preparing for job searches or interviews, but it's exactly the same. They neglect the idea of having to leave the current job as well, and that's just as challenging sometimes as looking for the job because, as you say, you don't want to ruin your reputation. And I think some people find like they don't want to to do that. They don't want to feel like they're, they're burning bridges. So... And it's also something that I've had to do myself as well, having worked as a landscape architect and making sure that you maintain those relationships with people. It's really, really important. So that is what I do. And yeah, looking forward to this conversation. I think it's a really important one. Yeah, brilliant. Well, me and Will have been thinking about doing this one for a while. So we finally got around to it, Will, because you're right. It's the, it's the part of the process that uh, we. I think we think about it, but then we think, Oh, don't worry about that now. I'll worry about it later. And when the event comes, you it's like, how do you go about handing in your notice? It's extremely, um, for me, from personal experience, when I've had to do it. So I've done it, I think, twice in my career now. And both times I was nervous building myself up for it because it's a very difficult conversation because these are people that you've been working with for a long period of time. Maybe if you're in the scenario where you've had an awful work experience, you're just like, hey, I'm ready to go. Here's my notice. <laughs> See you later. And maybe in that way, I think it's still a few of the things that we talk about can apply here because what you do need to do is whatever happens, you need to leave on a professional note. You've got to, you've got to have the upper hand if Things have gone badly during your professional career. You need to be the bigger man, the bigger lady. You need to be the person that can let things go and go and, and not bring emotion into it and kind of leave on good terms. So I know, Will, you've got your cheeky resignation letter from McDonald Company, which we can showcase, which is awesome. And that would be great, Will. But let's freestyle a little bit just beforehand. So the important thing, I think, is when you've got a job offer, you're going to say to them, you can start on a certain date. So the first thing that we need to do is we need to acknowledge that we have to have that conversation sooner than later. And when you when you hand in your resignation, this is not something you can leave to the last minute. You are contractually bound. So the, probably the first tip, uh, guys, isn't it? I think is that you have to look at your contract so you know what your notice period is. And you have to not overpromise to the employer that you're going to of a date that you can't achieve. And it's probably best, unless due to COVID or something else, that you meet in person to have this conversation with your line manager. Or if worst case, um, you basically, you can you do a Zoom meeting. But I think it, it should be a human conversation, shouldn't it? 
hey, Paul, don't worry about the Zoom meeting. We can have our chat later. But right now I'm on the live, so we will talk. We will talk. Don't worry. I can't jack the the, the live, but um, I love Paul. It's amazing. So Paul is Vice President of Manchester Society of Architects. Really great. Check out Paul. But so jumping back to it. So first thing is get the date, in my opinion. Then I would say rather you could send an email and just ping it off to your line manager. I personally think that's a little bit rude, or it could be misconceived as rude, even if your intentions are good and formal. I think it is always better to ask for a time to sit down with your line manager. You don't need to, um, and Paul, you don't need to apologize. Um, <laughs> what I was going to say is with this is that when you don't need to say before the meeting going into it that, Hey, uh, well, I want to resign. So can we have 10 minutes to talk? I think you just say, look, I have um, something really important I have to tell you. Can we have five minutes on the phone? Uh, That's the worst case. Or five minutes on a Zoom or ideally, can we go to a meeting room for five to 10 minutes? But what what do you guys think at first? Do you think that's the best first step? Will, I'll just jump to you quickly. I mean, do you think it's better in person to have this conversation? Rather than on an email at like six o'clock at night on a Friday, like, bye. (laughs) I agree. I agree. It's important to have the conversation in person and then follow it up with an email as like official. Um, I mean, if you want, if you're really keen on making sure you leave in the best possible ways uh, possible, it's important to be there in person, ideally. And what you said, either video call or over the phone at worst case scenario. Um, But I think maybe just before that, you've also got to think about your approach and what you're going to say in the uh, face to face to them. Because, you know, in that moment, you know, it's when you're talking to them face to face. Yeah. At first, they might, you know, it's not going to be necessarily well received. It's going to be very surprising if the employers, your employers, like, like yeah. yeah that's fine amazing off you go they're going to be almost shocked and they're going to probe and ask questions and it's important to make sure that you know which questions to answer because what you yeah. don't want to do is you don't want to give too much away that um can um, that can potentially uh, appear negatively on you you don't want to necessarily talk about the problems that the company are having necessarily because again yeah. that could come off bad so it's important to just think about what you're going to say and 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 think carefully of how you would respond to such questions that could potentially be asked to you because you want to make sure that you have a plan so you don't get caught off guard um in the uh, in the face-to-face uh, meeting yeah. so think about what you're going to say first of all and then of course go into the meeting and then explain there and there of when you'll be leaving what you can do to help you leave in a smooth fashion so whether you know how you would do the handover yeah. uh, and and just basically be as upfront as possible to make sure it's a, a smooth transition uh, and professional of course you know you don't you don't want to get pulled in with emotions it's important to make sure you remain professional and clear-headed throughout it even if your employer is trying to you know put up a fight for example Ooh. Yeah, makes complete sense. I, I've got my sound effects ready now. So it's just like, it's up the emotion <laughs> going into the meeting. Panicking. <laughs> I think I think you've hit the nail on the head, Will. I think it's important to remove emotion. And this is probably not the time to be like, 
I'm leaving because Tara, you said this and this and that, and I didn't appreciate that. And when I signed up, this was not on my job description. It's much better to, in my opinion, just you can you you might feel that way and you can touch upon things slightly, but you want to say, I think the best thing is to go with Tara. Can we have a little talk? Um, Tara, I've got to be really upfront with you because it's important to let you know that I have been forever interviews because I have been exploring another role or I had this role approach me. Okay. And so I went to this opportunity and after speaking to this other company, I've realized that this is something I feel passionate about and this is something I have to pursue. And I, and I, and after thinking about it a lot, I really value what is here. I just would regret what would happen if I didn't take this opportunity. So unfortunately on that basis, I have to hand in my notice and, and my notice is one month. I appreciate it's not ideal scenario. I wanted to let you know as soon as possible so that we can together make sure the arrangements are in place for me leaving. And of course, I know it's not ideal, so I'm happy to work a little bit extra hard during the time in between so that hopefully we can end on a good note. But uh, speaking uh, up front, I, I have enjoyed a lot of what we've done here. I really do value um, what you've done and I want to be a good lever and um, part of that is uh, again you know helping out during this difficult period making it easy for you as well and uh, keeping that relationship because I'd like to stay in touch in the future mm. oh I thought I did all right there, didn't I? <laughs> yeah oh, maybe yeah, it's because I've, I've got maybe I've got like uh, flashbacks it's fresh. <laughs> yeah it's fresh um, but obviously you say that though and for anyone listening and, and Taro I'll get your thoughts on this in a second but this is like us talking now. It's never going to be as perfect in real life, but that's important. And we're all human beings. And like Will said, an employee could be like, as I've seen it always of like, um, you know, okay, I understand. It's a shame. But do you know what? We understand. We support you leaving. Or I've, we've seen, well, haven't we? People who give, they notice it. And then sometimes the employers are like, what? You can't go. What can we do? And <laughs> Okay. You can enter that conversation as well. Or, you know, sometimes it's a mutual thing that they're like, okay, I understand. We support it. Okay, go. You know, that kind of thing. So it really can be different. And and I think that's the important thing here. It's kind of a human process. But Tara, I can imagine as well, we're talking about preparing people for interviews and, and what you do in terms of coaching. And between us coaches here, coach one-on-one <laughs> -on -one to each other. Because yeah. we've you've got an interesting other dynamic here as well, because... What you specialize is in uh, um, English as a second language. I imagine as well this idea of this one-to-one -one conversation is very daunting for someone, especially if English mm. is their second language. I mean, what's your initial thoughts on what we've talked about, Tara, with like your um, input as well? Yeah, no, I like what uh, Will was talking about in terms of preparing, and I think that's really important, particularly if it's a very emotional leaving as well. So trying what I try and get people to do is to think matter of factly about it but in a diplomatic way so mm. prepare and and also be sure that you're leaving for yourself as well so when you're going into the conversation like you were saying entering in and saying I've really enjoyed my time here even if it has been challenging or you just say some things that you appreciate uh, but I've been offered a new role and this is when I'm starting. So being trying to be matter of fact and letting them know exactly what's happening rather than getting caught in that emotional, um, you know, that emotional roller coaster that can happen. 
So, for example, a lot of the people will ask me that when I'm working with them, what do I say if they say, why didn't you tell me you were looking for jobs or you just let that go and tell them exactly what's happening. And, you know, it was interesting listening to Will talking because I was thinking about two two of my own experiences when I've resigned from jobs and one was really good where I went in very prepared. I hadn't written my letter yet but I said, okay, can I have a chat? to my boss and the conversation mm. went really well. I said, I've found a job here. This is when I'm starting. I made sure that yeah. before I went in, I knew how long I had to give notice for and that was all good and the relationship was quite good when when we were, when I was leaving. But then I had another job where I was so afraid to say something and say, oh, can we have a chat first, that I I remember sending an email overnight and then not being able to sleep, knowing that I would see this person the next day. And it (laughs) actually hurt the relationship because I got Mm. along really well with this person and they were were disappointed that I couldn't just go up to them and say, hey, this is what's happening. So I think you can have the best intention or you can be trying to avoid the inevitable, but it's better to be upfront, say what you need to say. But, yeah, going back to helping people that I help, it's it's about trying to get them saying the bare minimum of what they need to say and not sort of getting into that emotional backwards and forwards and because it can be quite traumatic sometimes. You know? Yeah. It's yeah, not ideal I, for the for the employee and not in, not ideal for the employer as well. So. Yeah, I've been on the two ends of the coin because I used to run my own recruitment practice. And then once I had um, Alicia, who I get along really well with, um, even now, she at the time handed in a notice. And I was the same thing. I had the opposite thing of being the employer being like, what? Where are you going? Oh, no, this is a nightmare. And yeah. so I've, I've been on two sides of the coin and uh, you you learn. So as, like, as, as, um, as someone who's hiring now, I I think it helps being in recruitment as well because none of this is ever personal. It is professional and we all have our own agendas. And the thing is, sometimes you can be looking for opportunities and sometimes uh, you things just fall in your lap. Literally opportunities come and you have those conversations and one thing leads to another and this is life and it's a balance. So you want to be, I think the way is, the best thing is to do is be straightforward and professional. And I think it really helps as well as if you've, if you've raised one or two things in the past, then you can lightly touch upon them when you're leaving without it being like this, oh, oh, you did this and that. Because actually at that point, it's irrelevant anyways. Mm. But you, and, you know, in an exit interview, you can discuss some constructive criticism. But in my opinion, it's probably best to leave out as much emotion as possible and I think important things as well. It depends. Maybe if you're in a practice where you're doing something, it's it's probably good to know that you're not setting up a competing practice or something like that. So when I left mm-hmm. McDonald's, we had a really frank, open conversation, and they were really, really good about it as well. Um, sorry, well, but we're still here now, isn't it? So we're all we're all together in the grand <laughs> scheme. Yeah. So, well, we have your list here, and you tell me when you want to bring that up. I just noticed this one question popped up which is really interesting um, from Stephen Shaw, which asked, and this is a tricky one. If asked where you're going, should you tell a company? And so I actually had this pop up as a question on Monday uh, when I was doing career coaching. There you go, Tara. 
I'm a coach, you're a coach. Get in contact <laughs> with me if you're interested. Tara does coaching as well. And Will is a fantastic person who can help you. But this question popped up. So let's get back to the question. So Stephen says, should you tell your employer where you're going? Right. Two things. I think that it will always get out eventually. This is my right. personal opinion. It'll pop up on LinkedIn. People will find out. It's probably good to let them know where you're going. But you don't need to... I think it's good to let them know where you're going. You don't need to go into it any further than that, though. As in, you don't need to talk about the role, really. You don't need to give away details. You don't need to go into it too much. And the thing you've got to be really careful about that as well is because, again, that can make it a little bit more personal. If you say, like, oh, I'm going to um, – I'm leaving Will Ridgeway Associates to uh, – Stephen Drew associates because they're much better with quality of life and stuff. Oh gosh, you do not want to go into that conversation. <laughs> and and you don't really know yet because you haven't left. So it's better just to say, I'm going to here because this opportunity has come up and it's something that I want to pursue. And I thought about it and it is something that I feel I would regret if I didn't pursue it. No one can argue with that. And it's the truth. But you right. can't say, I know it's going to be 10 times better because that's tr wrong. And also, I again, just to loop it around, I think transparency is always better. So, Stephen, I would encourage people to um, be honest about where they're going. If they, and if you don't feel comfortable about it, or maybe if the employer said, look, um, you're going to be working for MI5 or something, so don't say, then you can say it's been confidential. But at the same time, architecture industry, we're generally quite relaxed about it. It's fine to go to other places. And sometimes it can really diffuse the scenario. So, for instance, when I was leaving, I was just open and honest about where I was going to, my role at Ackroyd Lowry, and McDonald was supportive about it. I didn't go like, I can't tell you for a month, and then everyone's like, what is this guy up to? Or like, who does he think it is? I think sometimes it is better to just be open and honest and transparent. Um yeah, so that's my thoughts on that right now. I can see that we've got a question from Jordan. I'm going to bring it up. Oh, Stephen says thank you. No problem, Steve. Um, but, oh, yeah, does that, what do you guys think about that before we move on? Do you think that um, it's okay to let the company know where you're going? Um, Tara, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's important. Like, as you say, people are going to find out anyway. Yeah. I'm often asked, should I tell them why I'm leaving as the first question? And as you mm. say, I don't think you necessarily need to say that up front. You just be honest and say, I'm, I'm you know, pursuing another opportunity somewhere else. I think yeah. it'll be good for my career. Try and yeah. see it as a positive rather than, you know, saying all the negative things about where you're leaving from. So Yeah, and the bit I like to touch on, and it's true as well, because a lot of the roles that you've done, and you, including your current role, are really important in your career paths. So it's really important to acknowledge that you've enjoyed it there. You know, hopefully that is true, because like with me, I enjoyed it. But it's also that you learn something from it, and that so that you're grateful because it got you to the next step. But where you're at in your juncture, you have to go that next step. Uh, Will, how do you feel about revealing where you're going? Do you think it's the right thing to do? Yeah, I think um, I, th I think it can definitely um, help with the whole situation. I mean, obviously, it depends. If you're going to somewhere like it's going to go to a rival place, you probably should let them know anyway, because um, otherwise, you know, if you're secretive about it, eventually, like you said, it will catch on, and it could look like you are. Um, that they wouldn't be able to trust you necessarily to work out your notice, for example. So it's probably best to you know, be honest. But again, you don't have to. You don't have to justify why you're leaving. You don't have to justify to them 
You know, you've you already know why you're leaving. You've spoken to you know any significant others that matter to you as well. Why you're leaving? You don't need to justify to your boss why, and um, that's important because again, they could try and you know, put pressure on you, and that can lead to them trying to um, promise to make things different, which we can obviously talk about later. Uh, Account offers, things like that. So it's important just to be quite frank with them. And, and, and I like what you said, Steve, about saying that. You know, I wouldn't have been presented this new opportunity had it not been for the opportunity that you have provided me working yeah. here. And so you can almost you can almost turn it into a positive for them and just say, you know, I really appreciate all the help you've done. Um, and then you can say, well, I'll do my best to try and help with the handover uh, of work so that it's as smooth uh, as possible for you. So yeah, yeah, I agree with both what you you and Tara said. I think you're right. And uh, I think it's important as well to be really thankful for what you've done. And also remember that you've hopefully worked hard as well. So like, you know, you feel yeah. like I've tried really hard here and I've absolutely enjoyed it. And hopefully um, you feel that same way and we can both leave on the best of terms. And that's the kind of tone you want to do. Okay. So what I'm going to do now, guys, if you fancy it, is I'm going to get up Jordan's question. And then after that, well, maybe we can get up uh mcdonald and company's professional opinion how to go about it when then we can you know um and then it's, i think that shows the kind of um recruitment company you guys are great with this kind of stuff as well and we'll go through that yeah. cool jordan says if you have good experience with an employer make sure to write a thank you letter of resignation also make the person who gave you the chance to know you'll always remember the, the good deeds nice one jordan should have been on you as well but we got your message so that's cool um, they may well be your reference in future. Yeah, ding dong, good point. Um, you may be leaving due to an opportunity in a lifetime reset, as mentioned. Fantastic. Um, all right, great. Love that. So that was more of an opinion piece. So Jordan, I'll bring you up again. There we go. Jordan, if you ever... I, 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 I've seen your, um, your project for when you were reviewing it in your part two. It looked good. I'm sure you're going to do very well. But if it all went, if it all went Pete Tong, you want to go something different, I'm sure you'd have a good career in recruitment. Great. <laughs> so let me see this. Laura's got an interesting question. I haven't fully read this, but we'll bring it up and we'll do it together. And then we'll go into your list, Will. Not leaving the company, Laura says, but how would you deal with the situation where you've worked with a friend on a design project You've done all the work and then now start the business using your work on their website. Wow, Laura, that is such a specific question. And I think that a little bit in this, to me, that's a bad lever. So this is a good example of um, how you should not leave a company. The last thing you want to do is hijack all the images and go elsewhere. So, um, you know, I can't comment from a legal standpoint, Um you know, I think the best thing to do is to speak to this person. But, it, you know, if, if, for instance, we're talking about an intellectual property, that is a whole different ballpark of not a good situation. So leaving anywhere, trust me, I've seen it all. I've seen it in recruitment. I've seen it in architecture. I've seen people that download the R drive. I've seen people that go, oh, well, maybe I'll, this, this stuff will be useful. It is totally not worth it. You can get yourself into a lot of trouble and it's really unethical. So I think that basically um, if I was um, if I was an employer or if I was a, like yourself in this scenario and a friend um, took your design work and put it on their website, 
I would probably seek a lawyer <laughs> because you can't, that's um, not fair in life. I think that it's fine to give people kudos and like here, what I love is having everyone on the show here, but this is the Architecture Social Show with Will Ridgway at McDonald Company with Tara Cal at Archie English, and we all contribute and all credited. You can't, I can't, like, I wouldn't relabel this whole thing and just gut people out. And that's the kind of thing of that's not good. So I'm actually amazed that this person would do it because to me, this is the opposite of everything we talked about. The whole thing of what where we're going with this is when you're leaving resignation it's really difficult conversation but you want to keep having that good relationship in the future and in my opinion how not to do a resignation is to say you're leaving or not contact someone and then steal all the files is um an absolute awful way to do it so well i think we have the award for the worst way to leave a business and resign is to steal all the info and not tell them you're ever going do not do that that is awful sorry to hear about that laura i would seek legal advice immediately if someone had stolen the stuff or you or i would say that yeah i would try and contact them and say like look if you're gonna keep doing this that i would probably speak a lawyer again though this is just my opinion it's an opinion piece and i am um i am so this is a suggestion as you've asked you know this area that you're going into without knowing the specifics you definitely want to get a lawyer tara are you feeling like judge judy or do you think that i give good advice there seek, seek no, legal advisor that's very important. And actually, I had a not a similar situation, but I used to work as a, a freelancer with somebody who I did some design work with. And so we shared projects. And so yeah. I just made sure that I contacted the person. I said, this is the project we worked on. I'm going to put it on my website. I will say that we worked on it together and put a link yeah. to your website. So I think maybe she could approach the person and say, hey, I've noticed that you've done this. Do you know? Uh, do you know what the implications of that are? Could you at least put our name against the project or you know, yeah, say that you're going to seek legal advice? It's crazy, isn't it? And also it's probably worth knowing that, I mean, we won't go off com um, tangent too much, but I think it's important in life that you get everything in writing and you agree things. And it's like, Tara, we've released a course. We know mm -hmm. what we pre-agree what we're going to do before. When it's promoted, it's like our course you know, that's it. And if there's ever a disagreement in the future, then we have that conversation and you just, you speak like human beings and say, well, you're going to change it. Yeah. You know, I don't remove your logo and be like, do, 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 <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, me, 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 me. No, I think yeah. that's just like the opposite of the ethos of this. It's like, you want to basically keep people um, on your side and develop those relationships. And a, and a good yeah. example of doing it the right way is that at EPR when I left, um, now they were one of my they were one of my biggest clients in architectural recruitment, and you know that's no secret because I work there well. I work with them a lot, and basically that was because that we ended on good terms. I didn't go like see you later's, and and actually we basically built up a relationship from there, which went mm. really well. So. You I think want there's, to there's, an, there's an example too that I sometimes see similar to this in that when you're doing your portfolio, for example, and you're showing people your work, yeah. you've got if it's not your image, you've got to make sure that you acknowledge 
who did the image because I can yeah. see this sometimes as well. So, yeah, I think it's really important that you acknowledge who does the work. Yeah, I agree. Acknowledge everything. And that's, again, with the theme of resignation, you need want to be thankful to people. You want to acknowledge them. You want to acknowledge when companies have had a positive impact on them. And you want to be clear with what you're doing. So if you're resigning to do your own business, you should probably have that conversation of like, what can you show? What can't you show? Have that conversation in it. Maybe not in the immediate thing, but in that month where you're leaving, you should talk about it then. So Laura, look, I'm sure you'll be able to handle it well. Um, uh, that's our thoughts on it as well. And look, if you, you know, hopefully let, let us know how you get on, but you can message me, Tara or Will um, at some point and hopefully- yeah, I hope it's resolved. Um, that's a difficult- Yeah, hope it goes well. And Jordan agrees that he thinks that, you know, that scenario of like saying one thing and when you leave is basically could be as fraud. So moving on. Okay. So we're going to talk. So we're going to, that was a really interesting like um, side avenue we went down because actually it highlights how not to do it, you know, and all the situations and complications that comes up when you don't leave on a good note because handing in your notice is shows what you're doing it states your intentions it states that you're going to go and then in that month you've got to be as professional as possible and afterwards you've got to be as professional as possible doing the thing because it's really really important so will ridgeway okay do you want to bring up your fantastic list now my friend is this yes the time? i do okay I cool do. all right i'll bring it up now Ooh, maybe need to zoom in slightly just because of the um because it's it this is broadcasted at 720p right how far zoomed in is that can you see that yeah yeah maybe one more mate just one more right so yeah, first of all, it, uh it's three pages long uh but it's a i'll share it on my linkedin after as well if anyone actually wants to view the document themselves uh, but basically right. it's a three pages that mcdonald and company have put together to uh, to basically give an overview of how to go about handing in resignation. And it's covered already a lot of points that we've talked about where, I mean, as you can see straight away about keeping resignation short, simple and positive. Um, it's important to have that positive spin. But what I like a lot about them, and I try not to make it too jarring when moving this. Um, yeah, that's cool. They, they've got, um, they talk about exactly what to talk about in the oral res resignation. So when you're meeting in person to speak of them and Amazing. then also and then also what i like as well and again i'm just going to scroll through quickly because i think it's giving you examples of um. how to talk so for example on the left um in the quotation marks it gives you basically a template to talk to use when you're actually in the or um the meeting with the your boss which is really helpful and then on the right um, we've actually got a written template of what you'd write if you're doing a formal letter as well, which you would do, oh, yeah. you know, you'd follow up after. And I think that's really good because I think sometimes people are not sure how to word, um, you know, even yeah. word as in person or even as a letter, not sure how to do it. And it's a nice template there where you say, I want to thank you for all you've done for me here at so-and-so. It's been a pleasure working with you and representing the company as your architect for example so it's a really basic one and of course you can move away from the template but it's there for someone if they if they've had, never had a resonation before they don't yeah. really know what you should be saying this is a clear outline of how you would go about it um, and then in addition to obviously those templates 
it talks in detail about um, how to compose yourself, what questions to answer and which questions to avoid. And then also it has a nice bit at the end as well about counter offers as well. Oh, which is this, this is important. important. Yeah. Yes. Well, do you want to run us through a little bit about counter offers then? And I can add and Tara can add as well. Yeah, right. So I mean, first of all, uh, this you've got to remember why you're leaving. You know, there's a reason why you're leaving, whether that's the location, maybe it's money related, or maybe it's because you've been doing the same job for you know years. You've not been able to get a promotion because the company haven't been able to offer that and you can find yourself uh, advancing somewhere else. Um, by leaving your current company. So you've got to remember why you're leaving in the first place. And generally, some, sometimes companies, if they are, you know, if you're quite valuable to them, they'll make counter offers, whether that's salary. Um, generally, it's salary um, because money always talks. But generally, it's salary. But sometimes they might offer other things. So, for example, oh, you know, you can do this from now onwards. We'll give you a promotion, for example. And it's important not to get sucked in to these counter offers generally um you know most people who accept counter offers are not in this in that job 12 mm. months later you know and it's important as well because if you reject if you accept a counter offer then you completely ruin the relationship you had with the company you were initially going to join and that makes mm. it very difficult in the future say after you know say within that 12 months to then try and go with them you have to find something else and particularly if it's a small industry sometimes um, you know, it, it can affect your chances of finding a job later. So generally, you should always shun a counter offer, uh, and particularly as well if they're just giving you money. You know, money's great, but at the end of the day, if you're not happy because you're having to relocate, you're having to commute across the other side of London every day, then effectively that's going to wear you down, and you're just going to have to look for another job anyway. So mm. it's always important to remember why you're leaving. And to basically re always reject a counter offer. I mean, obviously, there are certain circumstances, and you have to think about it yourself of why you should accept a counter offer. But you also got to remember why you're leaving, how this new company is going to help promote you and develop your career, and also the benefits you get from this new company as well. So, generally, I would avoid counter offers. But I don't know what's your thoughts on on all this as well. Yeah, I think generally, though, the science backs up what you're saying, because I think it was something like there was an article that came out, wasn't it, where like 80% of people who accept the counter offer leave in six months. So I think it's good to always listen, but you, you've got to be careful with the employer, because if you're sure that you definitely don't want to stay, it's probably best not to entertain the counter offer to begin with, because then you're going to get your employer's hopes up that maybe you can stay, and then they yeah. spend a lot of energy Will and Tara pre preparing this counter offer, and you go like, nah. So that could be a, like a, a way to sour the relationship. But you're right. I think like it's quite an easy fix sometimes to throw, throw money at a problem. Like, no, don't leave, Will. Have five grand more. <laughs> and and that is great because it affects your, uh, your livelihood. But where the problems come in is that maybe you were going to have a promotion and salary at this other job anyways. But usually... One of the reasons you're leaving, right, is that it's salary, but it's tangled with this feeling. Maybe it's a lack of progression. It's lack of this, lack of that. And you're right. Now, because you're having this miracle conversation, does everything get honored? It's a really good question. I mean, Tara, do you have any thoughts on counter offers in that scenarios? 
Yeah, absolutely. I think that it's really important not to get involved in the politics of moving on because you need some space as well to be able to mm. move on to your next role. So it takes a lot of energy to find a job and then have to move on to another job. So you've got yeah. to save your energy so that when you're starting in this new job, you're starting afresh. So I would say you've got to know exactly what Will was saying. Why are you leaving in the first place? Stick to it. Don't get involved in the politics so that you can be really ready to move on in your new role and start with a lot of energy. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. I think well said from all. Generally, if you're leaving, it's probably for a reason and counter offer. Um, look, I'm never saying never say never. But this information that you've got, well, is based on statistically what happens. And what I can say anecdotally, because I don't have the stats in front of me, but typically people who accepted a counteroffer would approach us again when I worked in recruitment and yeah. say things haven't been solved. And another risk with that is then you lose the job you go into. And as Will said at the start, you lose that relationship then because that company is like, are you going to mess us around again? Maybe, probably not. And it can be very hard to get that conversation going again. And I like what you said, Tara, about actually um, handing your notice in is emotionally exhaustive and counter engaging in counter offers. Uh, it, it is really intense because you, you're now balancing your current employer, which you said you were leaving and now They've got a counter offer and then your other company, they think you're going. So it can be this whole like minefield of exhaustion. And you have to think about really if you if you want to go down that. So this is great. Well, this is a great document. You said you're going to have it on your LinkedIn afterward. That's cool. Yeah, I'll see if I can attach it to my profile after. Yeah, it's probably worth mentioning if anyone's in these kind of scenarios, we all offer help in different ways as well. So while I work at Acro Larry as head of talent, I'm working on a few roles for that. Outside of those hours, I do career coaching. You can talk to me about that. Will um, works on the architecture team at McDonald's Company. There's a lot of roles on right now. And if you're in a tricky situation, you can also contact Will. He can let you know what's there. And Tara has a lot of experience with this herself. With, and she has a specialism with second language, which I think really helps. Because imagine if English is your second language and you've got all this going on. It's just like another compounded uh, like add-on to the stress yeah. pit that's already there. Well, another thing that I do think about too is that when somebody does eventually move on to their new role, sometimes mm -hmm. they need a bit of um, reminding why they left or, yes, you have yeah. made the right decision. It's It's going to be okay sort of thing. So... Yeah, there can be that aspect of it as well. Yeah, I think I think it is important to remind yourself. And I think that's what, why the synergy between what you're saying there, Tara, and what Will said is that I think when the counter offers come especially is when you need to remind yourself why you want to go. And you can talk about these a little bit diplomatically, you know, to the employer. If the counter offer comes, you can be like, I really respect that, you, that you're trying. And, and, and look, that's great that you've offered me an increase of salary. The thing is, though, that this role is just something that in my career I feel passionate about and I would regret pursuing. So um, the salary is not going to um, change my um, my uh, decision in this part, but I really appreciate you trying. And the other thing is you could say, I'm thinking out loud, is you could be like, um, you know, I really appreciate that you're, you're, you're doing all this, you're spending the energy to help, and it shows how much, um, you can, and I appreciate that.
but you have to understand that my decision here is final or I do not think that these things are going to change it because then you can kind of cut the conversation um, dead because it's a, it reminds me a bit like, um, oh gosh, it's something like, you know, when you go separate ways with someone and you, it's kind of, it's a difficult process, but you've just got to, you got to hit it dead on because you can't say to someone like, yeah, I think we're going to break up, but maybe we can, um, oh, maybe we can try this or that. And like, no, if you're leaving, you're leaving and you've got to make it clear and you've got to say like, babes, it's not going to make a difference if you do this and that. Because it's, it's not fair, is it, to play with people's emotions? Yeah, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> on. Yeah, it is definitely me because I'm pursuing my career in this direction, but I thank you for what you've done. So you're fine. Yeah. It is not you and it is me. I yeah. love that. I love that. So Stephen offers a suggestion. Um, I've seen staff who won't look into leave and they've been approached. At the end of the day, they have stayed with us and been you for years. Exactly, Stephen. I think that's a really mature approach from an employer. And for that, you will get a clap. That's a good way to look at it, isn't it? Because it isn't personal. It isn't personal. And sometimes as well, it can be situation, isn't it? It can be a new job. Suddenly the location's for someone. Or imagine like Tara, you have a family or I have a family in the future. And suddenly I'm like, well, my situation's changed. I now have kids. So this new job is much more desirable because I can pick them up and have them screaming in the background because I couldn't do that. And so that's not the employer's fault. That's a change of scenario. And in life, there are changes of scenarios. And this is something that you can talk about when you're leaving because that can diffuse the whole scenario. You go, oh, I'm leaving for this, this, that. I'm really passionate about this role. And as you know, my personal circumstances have changed. And, you know, uh, I enjoy working here, but just going forward, this is probably going to suit my lifestyle a little bit better. I've got to pick the kids up at five o'clock. They've got to be picked up, you know, and, and um, I think that's a really good way of grounding the conversation as, as well. But well, all right, that's awesome. I mean, should we summarize together guys? So what have we covered here? We've covered that at the start. You, you probably should, you definitely need to flag down your line manager. Um, that uh, or because you're working directly with them that you need to have a conversation i think it's better than doing it on email it should be in person and um, the second thing we covered well was the conversation generally the ins yeah. and outs of how to go around it and um, speaking uh directly professionally trying not to waffle but it's emotional so it's I, the key word here is trying not to waffle and explain um, why you are leaving, you don't need to say overly much about the role in the future, but you need to make it clear oh, um, why you're leaving, when you're leaving, and it's worth saying, in my opinion, where you're going to, and you don't need to expand much more on that. And I think that helping out the company in the month before you're leaving is, re is really important because you want to keep a good relationship with them. Uh, we also covered that you don't want to download all the files. Well, I'm going to click this off here. Just so, you can yeah, that's fine. so we covered that you, you you should leave on good terms. You shouldn't be tempted to take stuff. You shouldn't worry about that. And then we talked about the document, which Will will have, and you can message him, it can, and he can talk to you about it as well. And um, from that, then we freestyle just now about, you know, talking about counter offers. So... Unless you two think that there's anything in particular we mentioned, I think that was a good roundup. 
That was yeah. very good. I, yeah. I, I would want add one thing. Um, is like I think it was Jordan who was talking about if, if the experience has been good to say thank you. I think yeah. it's also a good habit to even if the experience hasn't been what you expected mm-hmm. is to try and draw a positive from something. So it, it gets you in a good habit of moving on to your next role and seeing what, what have you taken from that role now that you can take through to your next role. So even if it hasn't been the best, you just take one positive from it. I agree. And I think, though, as well, in life, it generally helps to be more positive than negative. It's going to look better. Uh, it's going to be better on you when you're leaving. You don't need to flesh out all the stuff as well in that thing You because it, it's gone. You've decided you're going. You're letting mm. them know. So now it's all about... You can you can say a little bit about where you're going to and a little bit about why. But as Tara said, I think you just say why you're leaving doesn't need to be um, well because you were that that it may, it can be why it can be about your current situation, where you're going to, and you've really enjoyed everything you've learned. But this opportunity is just something that you you have to do, and that's a good why, you know, yeah. and that's a professional why. And then you say when, and then you and then you say how. I'm going to be the best lever I possibly can. And I'm not going to steal anything from the R drive. And I think, I think that's, you know, I think that really works because I love the who, what, where, when, why. And I think that you can apply it to most scenarios. And I think that actually, if you, if you remind yourself of that, then actually handing your notice in doesn't need to be as stressful as possible. Will, did I miss anything out there um, at all? I think, I think that's very. I think that's very succinct. Succinct. I can't say the word. <laughs> I think that's very. Yes, I think that's I very good. Don't worry, I can't say it either. Um, succinct. My, succinct. 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 I can't say it either. My gosh. We can't all can't say it. What a difficult word, isn't it? But we all have different accents too, which is even better. We do. Yes. We have. Uh, well, Tara, you're a hybrid because you. I, I always forget that you're in. Um, well, you're not in Cape Party, are you? But you're in France. Uh, I'm in France, we're bit, but... We're, we're a bunch of globetrotters. I moved from Wales to England. Very tropical. Very, very far. <laughs> global move down the M4 motorway. Um, great. So on that point, so we talked about where we are. So how can people find us and what we're going to do? So Will Ridgeway, uh, how can people find you and how can you help them right now? And well, that would be great to hear. Yep. So you can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, I am on LinkedIn under Will Ridgeway. I'm very easy to find. Uh, and additionally as well, you can even go to the McDonald and Company website, mcdonaldandcompany.com, I think. Great. And um, I'm there as well. As um, If you search my name, you can find me. You can reach out to me. My contact details are there as well. Uh, yeah. Amazing. I love what you do. We'll always keep in touch. Really value all you've learned. You were great to work with before. Therefore, I trust you. Um, amazing will thank you so much tara if um do you want to let people know what they can get in touch with you about and where to find you yeah so if they need help with obviously preparing for job interviews or leaving their current job or working when they're working in an office if they need some help they can get in contact so on linkedin is usually where people can find me so just my name or you can go to my website which is www.archieenglish as you can see on the screen.com 
Brilliant. Amazing. And also Tara offers, me and Tara are doing our course in the architecture social. You can find us both there. Tara is a really nice active community. So that might be a really nice way to meet Tara. I'll be knocking around there, but you can ask her in the community questions as well. And you can find me and Tara on the architecturesocial.com. And you can find Will there. And yes, Will, I'm there. And Will's there. And Will, you'll have to post some of the jobs you're working on now because um because before i would do it because it was us together but you're a full cop launch my friend to add the jobs there so will will be in the architecture social and um but will has been a little bit busy and now we'll get you to say something soon will isn't it you'll write some a job next time you yes. get a job you'll put it there I will. great yeah and so tara's there and i'm there as well and just to remind everyone so i have left mcdonald company i absolutely think they're great and you can contact will for all of that um recruitment consultancy on that so i work now as head of talent at Accred larry we are growing at the moment and currently i am looking for an associate and an interior designer it's a super cool fun practice i will do another thing where i talk about them in full detail another time but accurate larry i just joined them this week i was in the office yesterday super cool all safe i had my test i put the swab up my nose well before when i know my gosh that was that so I, I literally got in and i had the swab and they were all really nice and give me my two meters and then it looked like i was crying so they probably like, who's this guy in the first day I was like, <laughs> but it's it's just because you put something up your nose it feels really strange so it was super fun to be in the office yesterday you can contact me about acro larry and one last thing that i'm going to say is that i love working at acro larry one of the reasons i did it though is because i now do career coaching so like tara we both have different slants and things but that's what it's all about i do career coaching one-on-one -on -one as well so you can see all my videos from before and if you want time with me outside of when i'm working with acro larry we can do career coaching so you can find out all the details on architecturesocial.com forward slash coaching there you go all right well, everyone that's where we all are. That's what we're up to. Uh, Nora says, best of luck. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. And Jordan, you are both legends. Do I have, like, um, a legend button? Here we go. So um, you two are legends. Thank you. Is that from Zelda? Yeah, I've got my gaming soundboards. I'll play one or two for you. That's bad. <laughs> like, that's like if handing your you're stealing the files on the hard drive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bad, bad. I don't know what that one is. Let's do one more before we go. Oh, look at this. This, this one's the big castle. Castle <laughs> on the hill. There you go. Got to have a bit of a soundboard, isn't it? Never forget your origins. This soundboard certainly has done really well. I'm going to get more sounds. We will be back next time. We will, if we think of some relevant subjects, we will come back and do videos. If you have any suggestions for us what to do, let us know. Thank you so much. I've been Stephen Drew. We've got Will Ridgeway and Tara. And we'll see you next time. Take care, Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye-bye.